Blog Talk Radio. Marina Show podcast. Uh, this Monday, it's a seg- it's a, that's the movie segment. It's 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So on this podcast, I just talk about movie news, sometimes TV news if it's like really big and important and stuff like that. But it's just usually movie news. Hence, that's the movie. But anyways, um, let's get started. First thing I want to it's a bit of sad news, but um, H.R. Geiger um, has passed away. He was he was a the brain, he he was a guy who designed the original Alien back in the 1979 movie, the Ridley Scott Alien movie. He was the, he was like the the guy behind it all. He just passed away uh, Monday, May 12th, uh, apparently from some injuries he sustained in the fall. 
I don't know what type of fall it was, but he just recently passed away. He was 74 years old, and yeah, he had a museum and everything. He was from Switzerland, and that big alien thing that's creeped out people for years, even now, was designed by that guy. So yeah, we've lost a great, great artistic talent. But um, anyways, moving on. Um, <clears throat> so uh, about like earlier this week, uh, there was news going around, and I've talked about it before, that Channing Tatum wanted to play Gambit, and I thought it was already confirmed a while ago. But apparently it's now, I guess, double confirmed that he's playing Gambit and an X-Men movie, some X-Men movie, but nobody really knows, probably the next one, X-Men Apocalypse or something. I really don't. I really don't know. Really don't even care. Don't really care for game Gambit at all. But now we know Channing Tatum is playing Gambit. Gambit's pretty cool. Uh, before I, Gambit was played by what's God? What's what's uh, what's that guy's name? Taylor Kish, I think was his name. Played him in the uh, X Men Origins Wolverine. That terrible excuse for a movie. That that film. But anyways. Um, <clears throat> Next bit of news is that Roberto Orci, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name. Uh he's he's going to be um he's going to be directing um uh Star Trek 3. So yeah. Uh a while ago it was, you know, rumored that the that the guy who directed Attack the Block would be the one behind you know Star Trek 3, but apparently that's not that's not the case. Um so yeah. There you have it. I really don't know much what he's done, but it's cool, I guess. Now the next bit is uh, if some of you didn't know, there was there was going to be a Halo TV sh- TV series, and the TV series was uh, was announced back at E3 last year. I think it was like they brought out Steven Spielberg or something. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. They brought him out. He gave a speech and everything, like how oh, there's going to be a TV show now. And apparently, uh, Variety was reporting that it's they have a confirmed like release date, and it's the fall of 2015 which coincidentally coincides with uh, Halo 5 Guardians, which is the next installment in the Halo series, video game series. And um, a producer um, or a general manager over there at 343 Studios, which is the, the studio behind, I mean, Industries, uh, they're the guys behind the new Halo games, and they're also um, producing the, the TV show. Uh, he said that this it'll be standalone, she said, that the... Uh, Show will be standalone and as well, and and it will complement complement and enrich the game experience. So I'm assuming it's going to be something like Forward Onto Dawn. If anybody ever saw that, that was um, a Netflix like miniseries. Well, not Netflix miniseries. It was a web series, and then it was on. It's on Netflix now, and it's just this little like uh, web series that they had that came out before Halo Four, and it was just awesome. It's it's what everybody was thinking. You know, Halo movie would look like. Before there was a short film that um, Neil Blomkamp, director of District 9, had directed for um, Halo, I mean for like Microsoft, and it was pretty cool. So now that we had, we had that show, I guess it caused enough friction to finally, finally make the movie. Peter Jackson had tried doing it back in 2005, didn't work out. Ridley Scott tried doing it, didn't work out. But I'll talk about some more news about that, Ridley Scott stuff, because it seems to be that he... Um, he he's able he's able to make his movie now. <laughs> I think he's going through with it because apparently he has casted um, the, the guy he cast again. Oh yeah, Mike Coulter, who was in the show The Good Wife. I've never seen The Good Wife, 
but apparently he's been casted as the lead actor. And it's and it's called the Halo Digital Movie. I don't know if it's going to be like uh, the actual movie. Is he going to play Master Chief? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't even matter because uh, Mike, Mike Coulter is black and Master Chief is a, a weird clone super soldier thing and he's constantly in a, in, a, in a suit. So I don't think it even matters how the guy looks like as long as he has a really cool voice. I don't know how this guy sounds, but if he has a cool voice, then he's Master Chief. Definitely. And some more weird, some more sci-fi news, <laughs> sci-fi video game news. So uh, Universal uh, and Legendary Pictures, they've been, you know, together uh, making, they just made Godzilla and stuff. And before, in 2011, they had a Comic-Con panel, and they, were, and they had talked about, I think, three movies or four movies that they were going to release. And only two of those movies have been released. Guillermo de Toro's um, uh, Pacific Rim, and now Godzilla. It just came out over the weekend. Those have both come out. And then there's going to be, uh, there's one more, The Seventh Son, which I think stars, um, uh, what's his face, uh, Jeff Bridges. And then the next one, um, but then, in seven, like, then again, Seventh Son has been uh, delayed to 2015, so that's when it's coming out. But um, the next one is Mass Effect, is the video game, which is this huge sci-fi RPG video game, and it's very, it's it's gonna give like, uh, it's probably the only sci-fi series that you, you, if it makes it into you know film, that can give uh, Star Wars a you know a run for their money. And uh, another one, another one called Paradise Lost, but apparently it was killed off two years ago, so they're not doing that. But the Mass Effect one, which is, hasn't been any news. It seems to be that this movie might be coming out, uh, Mass Effect, in 2016. Like, November 2016 is when the next release date for one of their movies. So that's, that's a possibility that Mass Effect is already, you know, coming out. But that's 2016. That's right around the corner. Mass Effect is this huge blockbuster sci-fi thing that it, being converting that into the movie would take quite a bit of time. So... I highly doubt it'll come 2016, but if it does, I don't know if it'll be any good. You can't really rush things like that. But anyways, talking about more sci-fi, moving on to uh, Power Rangers news. The Power Rangers, uh, I wasn't able to, uh, you know, report last week, but it was um, it, it was announced that there's going to be a reboot. There's going to be a reboot, and it's and it's being made by uh, Sabin, Sabin, whatever. Those guys, you know. And Lionsgate, and I think Warner Brothers has some sort of thing in it. I think they're just distributing it. But Lionsgate is a is a studio behind it, and just like you know, they did Hunger Games and Divergent and all that crap. And yeah, so apparently this is a rumor was that um, they're they're they had their screenwriter and it was Max Landis. Max Landis was the guy who directed, I mean not directed, wrote uh, Chronicle, Chronicle that at Josh Trank directed movie. To start a Dane DeHaan, they all like superpowers, and it was like found footage and stuff. But anyways, that that he's been rumored to to have been written already, like a first draft, and he already handed it in. But then he goes to Twitter and says, as I said before, as of right now, I'm not directly involved in Power Rangers. Whether I have been or will be again, no comment. I'm assuming this rumor came around because about a year ago he talked about how he wanted to reboot um, Power Rangers. And it would totally make sense if if they would go if they would get you know this this guy to write this movie because 
it seems like they're going to go with a much younger cast, you know, because Lionsgate has been getting younger, doing the young adult thing. So probably they're going to try and sell this Power Rangers movie to young adults, you know, teenagers and stuff between the ages of 13 and like, I don't know, 17, and see if they want to see this uh, this movie and be like probably directed to their demographic and stuff. So they probably get some like big name. It'd be funny if they get Jennifer Lawrence to play like the Yellow Ranger or Pink Ranger, some crap like that. That'd be hilarious. But anyways, uh, you, you know, it's usually one stuff like this. It's just rumors. I just kind of wanted to point out that, yeah, this this is happening, that there's going to be a Power Rangers reboot because, you know, I wasn't able to talk about it last week. And I've actually am, I actually am pretty excited about this. And I was hoping for, like, a really dark sci-fi um, Power Rangers reboot taken seriously. It would be really cool. Like, I, I figured, a Christ, what if Christopher Nolan directed a... Um, a Power Rangers, a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger movie. That's that was like my idea. That'd be really good, really interesting to see, you know. So yeah, um, hopefully Lionsgate goes that route. That'd be really cool. But anyways, um, now talking about uh, some X Men news again. So you know, a while ago, uh, Wolverine said that he was ninety nine point. I'm not Wolverine. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, Jesus Christ. Hugh Jackman said that after he finishes filming the Wolverine three, that he would, that he would, um, he's ninety nine point nine percent sure that he would not play Wolverine ever again. That would be his final Wolverine, you know, outing. But apparently now, after the premiere of uh, Days of Future Past, he was asked by IGN on the red carpet if uh, what, what you know about his comments about not being back for it. And he says, at one point, you're right. I said I was pretty sure that Wolverine 3 would be my last outing in the role, but I'm less sure as it goes along. Because after seeing the movie, the whole thing feels fresher to me than ever. And during this movie, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's kind of like a clean slate. So who knows where it's going to go. He says, as long as he has a passion for it and the fans will have him, then he's totally for it. But... Yeah, I, I don't. I, I can't really. I can't really see them replacing Wolverine. You know, there's no actor that could replace him. They would have to kill him off, like they're doing in the comics. <laughs> but um, yeah, it looks like he might. He might be. Cha- he might have a change of opinion. It would be really cool. You know. Hope he doesn't leave, because he's just awesome. So uh, next bit of news is not even big news. Not even anything. It's just a picture. Um, so. Uh, there's been a, a picture of Gal Gadot um, on, online from her on set of Batman, Superman, or Man of Steel 2 as Wonder Woman, except she's just wearing her street clothes. So there's no Wonder Woman suit or anything. She's just wearing, like, a blue dress. Like, great. So cool. But we're probably not going to see her in costume at all through this whole movie. So, yeah. Uh, next week, really quick stuff is that Godzilla 2 is in development. Yeah. Godzilla just came out, and the sequel is in development. I have not seen it. I'm assuming it's it's pretty good, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, oh, yeah, I can't wait to, uh, to see the first Godzilla. It looks really cool. But anyways, Anthony Mackie. If anybody knows who he is, Anthony Mackie was uh, was a Falcon in Captain America: Winter Soldier. He's gonna play um, Jimi Hendrix in a, bio, a biography film, bio, biopic, whatever, 
uh, right now there's a biopic that's being filmed that stars Andre 3000. And the bad thing about that movie is that the the uh, the estate, you know, who owns uh, all the, like Jimi Hendrix's kids and whatever and grandchildren, they the estate says that they don't want they can't they don't like Jimi Hendrix's music being associated with anything that has to do with drugs and alcohol. Which is, you know, just really ironic. So apparently in the Jimi Hendrix biopic starring Andre three thousand, there is not a single song from Jimi Hendrix in it because the estate said so. Really dumb. But uh, apparently there's another movie going on and it's being, you know, it's going to star Anthony Mackie. Oh, yeah, sure, he's a, I think he's a decent actor. He can totally pull something off like that. I'm, not, like, really excited for it. I'm assuming they won't be able to use, uh, use what's it called, his music either, unless it's going to be something PG or PG-13, like they're doing with the uh, Freddie Mercury biopic. But anyways, moving on. Uh, the Expendables 3, it's going to be rated PG-13 instead of rated R. The previous movies were both rated R and very bloody and gory and and sweary and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty they're pretty awesome action movies, you know, just tons of testosterone. That's all it is. But now, I think Expendables Three is gonna be rated PG-13. That's pretty dumb. But Sylvester Stallone says he he said he just wanted the he wanted to reach as many people as possible. He says it's very close to rated R to believe him, but. I don't know. That's pretty. That's a pretty dumb thing to do. I'm sure if they have a third movie, they have a large enough audience. But whatever. So apparently, there's uh, now some uh, Avengers two rumor going around. It's just this is the plot rumor that that Iron Man that the, that the movie opens with some sort of big fight, and Iron Man is leading the pack. So um, and it says and it's let me see. Let me keep reading. Some like crazy stuff happening. Okay, so apparently, so apparently now he's going to be using a new technology that's similar to if anybody saw um, Iron Man three. At the very end of Iron Man three, his suits all came and started fighting and helping him. So apparently, he's going to be using a tech like that to uh, help him fight. You know, he's going to have drones, a bunch of Iron Man drones, which which help him in a fight or allow him to keep the peace, whichever. And that's that's pretty interesting. And, uh, and, yeah, and the Avengers are going to be... So it's going to open with the Avengers, you know, f- helping them. So it's, the Avengers are going to be assembling. They're all going to be fighting. And they take on uh, Baron Von Strucker. Okay, this sounds very far-fetched, everything that's happening. <laughs> Baron Von Strucker is, uh, is, is, a, is a Captain America villain, and he showed up at the end of, in credits, spoilers, of uh, Captain America Winter Soldier. Spoiler over. And I don't. Uh, well, yeah, that makes sense actually. Because spoiler again, at the end of the at the end of the in credit scene, uh, he had he had Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch captured. So this would totally make sense if they're you know attacking this guy trying to rescue Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Uh, very interesting. Well, 
So that's a possibility, but I don't want to, you know, believe it entirely. But anyways, so this is some Harry Potter universe news. So the Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them is the next Harry Potter trilogy thing that they're working on. It's being the screen uh, the screenplay is being written by J.K. Rowling herself, and um, now apparently this is not even a rumor. Alfonso Cuaron says he may be in deep talks. Oh well, he doesn't say it directly, but he's in deep talks with Warner Brothers to direct Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them. He uh, had directed. Harry Potter and the Prisoner Azkaban, which uh, is the least grossing movie from the whole, uh, you know, seven, uh, eight films. But it was the movie that changed the tone completely, you know, for the whole series. It went and stopped from being this little kid's thing to becoming this very dark and uh, serious, serious as they, as they got much older. So, yeah, no pun intended. Serious, get it? <laughs> but, uh, yeah... He, he's apparently in deep talks for that. And that was pretty. I I I really liked uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. It was always, it was my, always my favorite um, Harry Potter movie. So I really and I really like Alfonso Cuarón. So it'd be really cool to see him, you know, play a character in this. I mean, not play play a character. What am I talking about? Direct um, uh, this movie. Pretty excited to see that. Hopefully, you know, he gets he gets around to it, and it all happens and stuff. Uh, but anyways. Um, I want to talk about a few trailers. I think earlier this week, Interstellar, the second trailer came out for it, like the actual trailer, not a teaser trailer. And you can check it out on YouTube and stuff. It's really, really cool looking. It's like, uh, looks like fun. looks like a really cool. And, and also the, the, the um, what is it called? The score was being showcased in a movie, and, a, and it's being you know done by um, Hans Zimmer, of course, and it looks really awesome. But yeah, you should check that out. And apparently the second trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy came out today as well. It's probably going to explain more. So you guys should probably check that out too. And something I want to mention too is that Jurassic World, uh, the composer is uh, Michael Giancino, who's the guy who directed, I mean not directed, he composed the music for Star Trek 1, the reboot, and Star Trek Into Darkness. And he also did the music for Lost, the whole series. And now he's going to be doing the music for Jurassic World. And he says that it's still going to retain the DNA of the original, you know, um, Jurassic Park. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I can't wait to see what he comes up with. I really like um, his composing. Oh, and next is uh, Point Break. Point Break, the remake, is uh, getting a summer release date of 2015. The remake nobody wants. There's lots of remakes nobody wants, but I don't want this one. Okay, now this is a rumor that I hope is not true. I really don't. But um, Marvel Studios may be interested in having Zac Efron play some sort of character in the Marvel Universe. Seems like a superhero of some kind or something, but it seems that he's being considered for that. But this is a rumor. This is a rumor still, so... He, he just doesn't have the Marvel look, you know? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know how to put it any any other way. But he doesn't have the Marvel look. So maybe maybe it's because you know the Disney thing. But yeah, apparently before he was being considered for some sort of role in uh in Star Wars Episode Seven. So it's only makes sense that Disney would approach him for a role in the Marvel universe. So yeah, and um, 
Oh, oh something else about the Point Break remake. Uh, apparently, it was going to star Gerard Butler, but now it's not. It's going to be starring this uh, actor named Edgar Ramirez, who was in um, in Zero Dark Thirty. Ger- Gerard Butler, like uh, Butler, Butler, <laughs> left the role, uh, decided to quit the project. He didn't want to do it, so you have that. But uh, now this is something about Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. She's talking about uh, Scarlet Witch in uh, The Avengers 2. And she says that Scarlet Witch is out of her mind in this, in, this, um, in this movie. Okay, just to explain to you guys, um, Scarlet Witch is literally out of her mind like 75% of the time in the comics. Like back, back, uh, you know, in the older ones, she was, he wasn't, um, she wasn't that crazy all the time. But really, back at the turn of this twentieth, twenty-first century, she was just insane. Like every other issue, like it was so bad, she ended up destroying um, the Avengers mansion, and, and then at one point, changing the universe entirely, like making mutants the top, uh, making mutants. Um, uh, be like the top species and humans going extinct. That's how crazy she gets. She goes like she gets completely insane. She kills like everyone randomly for no reason. So I can totally understand why the first time we're gonna see her, she's gonna be just as insane. Because if she isn't, then that wouldn't be Scarlet Witch. So yeah, and then uh, there's also Ridley Scott is apparently gonna is in talks to direct this movie called The Martian. And it's starring Matt Damon. I don't know if it's me, but once these, uh, you know, these old actors like Tom Cruise and Matt Damon himself, once they reach a certain age, they seem to be only doing sci-fi films. I've only seen. I think Tom Cruise has started with, uh, with Oblivion, and now he's just sci-fi films. Seems like that's all he's going to do from now on. And Matt Damon as well, starting with Elysium. Don't get me wrong, sci-fi is really awesome, and nowadays these big sci-fi movies are not always CGI. They're always, you know, like how Elysium was, and even the CGI in that movie is ridiculously good. But either way, he's he, this is just you know in talks to direct it, but that's uh that's pretty cool. I guess uh, I would like to see that. I would like to see any sci-fi movie that usually comes around. But yeah. So let's see. Oh, oh, I think that uh, wraps it up. Oh, wait, I wanted to mention, because I forgot. Last week I wasn't talking about it, but, yeah, the Batman suit has been revealed, as well as the Batmobile. And um, the Batman suit is just like um, the Dark Knight Returns Batman suit. Like like they mentioned before, that it would be like, you know, like uh, the Batman story would be like the Dark Knight Returns and stuff. So, yeah, it's just... You know, smaller ears. Batman looks older, and everything. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect any different. It looks really cool. The suit we haven't really seen in in um you know movies before. So that's that's really cool. I can't wait to see that. But so, anyways, I think we're reaching an end here, and I'll start wrapping this up. So you guys can, you know, follow me and check out all my stuff at um, the Sasha Marina Show, uh, dot com and go to Topics, that's the movie, and there's my column and everything, and you can see every all the reviews I've done before and the past um, podcasts that we've done. And 
you can also go follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, that everything, yeah, and at the real Robert AH, and you guys can go on YouTube. You can check out, yeah, I have more re- movie reviews and stuff on there if you guys want to see that. It's pretty cool. And um, let's see, what else? Am I, anything else I'm missing? Oh, check out the app on Google Play. Uh, it and the BlackBerry world, whatever the BlackBerry thing is. Does anybody still use Blackberries? Just wondering. But uh, you guys can check it out there. Look up the Soft Arena Show, and you can find an app. And then you know, you, when you're on your phone, if you want to feel like uh, watch, listen to us talk, you can just pull it open, and you'll see a bunch of uh, links and stuff there. So yeah, it'll be really cool. And um, let's see. Uh, check back next Monday. You know, to listen uh, to see more of a. Uh, talking about more movie news and yeah 12 12 p.m pacific standard time 3 p.m eastern standard time and i think that's everything you know yeah and then just go to sashamunashow.com and check out more stuff all right then see you everyone Thank you.